0: You're listening to New and Approved on Sin. My name is Listen. Uh, my name is Liam. My name is not listening. Listening is what you are doing. And on the phone with me, I have John Moody and Ned Frank from the band Frank Moody. How are you guys doing?
1: Yes. Hi there. How are you doing,
0: Liam? I'm doing great. We were just talking about how time zones are really crazy, and so it's about nine o'clock at night for you, while it's eight o'clock in the morning for me. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We're
1: we're currently sat in the corner of a beautiful little pub in Dublin we just arrived for the first date of our tour we're doing in in the UK and Europe so we're just settling in for the night we've got our first show tomorrow so uh, yeah we just just came stuck in here it's great
0: yeah that's just so crazy to think about the band name Frank Moody obviously is you got your uh, last names which I think is just the most ingenious put together of (laughs) of a band name ever it's so simple it's so effective
1: could you, oh, mind... mind, eh? yeah, exactly. uh, could you mind... Great mind, there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Could you mind explaining the sound of your band to people that are yet to hear it? We'll be playing your music, obviously, but until then, just to give some people uh, some insight as to what you think your sound is. Um, I think
1: it's, it's kind of a, a mishmash of lots of our influences, from funk to soul to dance music to electronica. Um, but all done in our own kind of slightly unique and craggy way with the, the slightly lo-fi tools at our disposal in our tiny cupboard of a studio in northwest London. DIY, DIY funk, I would say. Yeah, exactly. In a nutshell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, th- I find it really interesting that that's the kind of like genre and sound that you guys landed on, um, considering the uh, previous influence and sort of upbringing in the music world that you guys had. John, do you, uh, do you recall the, uh, where you started with uh, your classical music and things like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. That was, that was my background. My parents are classical musicians. I grew up all, all around that, going to see orchestras and stuff, and I guess sort of ended up studying it. Um, and, um, you know, that's that's, I love all that, that side of music as well. And it's, great like getting strings in on our tracks my mum and my sister come and play on our on our tracks my mum's a violinist and my sister's a cellist um which is super handy and um also quite cost-effective <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah no that that's, that's, that's that was definitely my upbringing and then it was when I found out about um, you know, the great records from Ray Charles, Steve Winwood, and all these all these classic kind of keyboard players that I sort of uh, got stuck into the soul music and funk and that's how it all started to me, really.
0: Right. Was Ned one of the people to kind of put you onto that stuff? Because, Ned, you had a history of like more soul, like um, New Orleans kind of stuff, didn't you?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think... Certainly, um, yeah, I was raised on the music my parents used to listen to, and in the car and stuff, and it was like a lot of old blues and rock and roll, and then then both John and I actually have uh, a little bit of an experience in uh, South Louisiana, New Orleans, and the music there, that kind of Zydeco, and what's known as Swamp Pop as well, which is kind of soul music uh, in the 60s from the South Louisiana and Lafayette, New Orleans area, and that the rhythms and the melodies from that area definitely have, a, have had an indelible mark on certainly mine and John's uh, music taste.
0: Yeah, cool. So you didn't actually end up hitting those uh, locations, did you? Because you went on a US tour recently, right? You did a couple of dates uh, overseas.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, sadly, we didn't get that far south. But yeah, it was it was an amazing tour. Nonetheless, we went. We started in LA and we went to San Francisco and over for a couple of shows in New York. So we just sort of dipped our toe into America, as it were. But yeah, we touched the coast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it was um, it was it was a wicked wicked sort of start to it all there. And we're going back in May, which is very exciting.
0: Yeah, awesome. You sketched the outline. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. But hopefully, the, the dream is one day we'll get to play in Louisiana. Maybe in New Orleans or something like that. Yeah. That would be an absolute dream
0: of us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really great. I feel like it would be very appropriate, This the circle is complete sort of thing. What was it like going over and doing those dates? And like, Is the culture there really different from the culture that you'd experienced in like the UK music scene?
1: Well, um, it, it, I mean, it, yeah, it is. I mean, like our heroes, it's kind of our musical mecca, really, in a way, because it's really where all of our heroes come from, so it feels quite sort of sacred, hallowed, place to go and play, and the crowd's there, I mean, uh, the tickets sold out in one day uh, in LA and San Francisco, (sighs) which is just crazy, really, and the crowds. I mean, in particular, I mean, they're amazing in LA, uh, everywhere we play, but, I mean, personally, San Francisco was just ridiculous, the energy from the crowd, and... Which is absolutely nuts. Nice. It's 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 a real privilege. Yeah, it's a real like, privilege. privilege. It's such an honour yeah. for us. I mean, it's like a, a total dream to be to be flying over there and playing and, and meeting so many people. And and you know, when you fly away, so far away from home, and you, and, you, and you find this crowd of people who are like really really into what we're doing, and it's like it's an honour. Yeah, and, it never gets never gets boring. That it really doesn't.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That that just sounds really wonderful. There was that kind of interaction that you guys had with with all of those um, like U.S. fans, um, which, upon going over there, is more of a an in-person like interpersonal relationship because they're there in front of you. This upcoming album that you have, uh, Dream in Color, it it kind of touches on that sort of thing, and and then the juxtaposition of that, which is p- meeting people online and all of that sort of interaction. Would you mind elaborating a bit more on that sort of concept behind the album?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that's a really nice grasp of what we're trying to put across. I mean, we're trying to get that collective energy of people in a room through the music, through the songs, the songwriting, the grooves, and that hopefully comes through the album quite a lot, you know, this, this escape, as it were, this sort of amalgamation, the energy, whatever it is, you want to call it, that we found when we were out in New Orleans, from those old, old records, those dancers, and trying to bring that into something today, and providing an escape from people, maybe, from the world that we live in now, where we're so engrossed in our phones, and running this online world, you know, which is which is like a, a thing which I think a lot of us are figuring out. We're figuring out how to live like that. And, you know, those glorious moments when you just forget about your online life and you can just be in a room full of other people, whether it's music or art or, what, you know, whatever, whatever takes you away from that and, and back into the moment um, is something we try and get across in our music. So, yeah, definitely.
0: In regards to that, do you have any sort of commentary on like the building of relationships in that online spectrum what What is it kind of like for you to have something build online and then have it kind of come to a does it come to sort of a climax if you if you meet in person like if there was someone that you've you've been talking to that is long distance like overseas and then you have that like interaction of finally meeting in person does that kind of um lift you in a way do you feel like that that kind of moving away from the friends yes. is, yeah
1: yeah that that uh... Really, and like I said, it's. The same, we actually, whilst we were on the phone with you just now, uh, when we were trying to find the pub to, to, for for the chat here, um, two people just came up to us and said, "Oh, Frank Moody," and um, and they hadn't managed to get tickets, so we just slapped them on the, the guest list. That sort of thing, where you have people you know that are fans and and just have it brings them a certain level of joy. The music is really special. It's really special, and actually to have that immediacy of being there with them, playing live, and that instant gratification and meeting people that are fans is, is in, intensely rewarding,
0: definitely. Yeah, awesome. I feel like you guys really bridge that, that gap in that we have an audience that really like, enjoys you internationally, but then it's kind of because of the presence that you have in person, which I, feel, I find is strange, but also really cool.
1: It's a cool thing. I think that's that's kind of an amazing thing. Like, what social media can give. You know, I think that's that's like pretty amazing thing. But yeah, you're right. You can kind of get to know people from across the across the world, right? Yeah. And then um, and then turn up and today and uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's pretty really special. And it's like it, it's something that we I guess we're learning as we go along. But it's um, again, it's like a, it's a real, it's a real honor to be doing. It,
0: so. Yeah, sure. So with all with all of that in mind and sort of the the, the State of mind that you guys have been in, and the, the the process of like moving through that sort of concept and and finding all of this intricacies. Um, what was the what was the process behind making the album for you like? Like, did you feel it was really just kind of put together and smooth, or did you have a bit of stop and start? Like, how how was the process for you? I guess it's
1: been quite a continuous process. I mean, it's, it's, since we started writing together like a few years back. You know, I'd say this is like kind of the, basically the best of Frank Moody record, in a way, because since we started... Since Food well. Yeah, since yeah, yeah. that we've done, and it's, you know, it's all the best hits that have come out of our little cupboard we work out of in, in London. the um, greatest and, hit. And, and, yeah, the greatest hit. Frank Moody, greatest hit. <laughs> um, um, but it's, it's, so it's been super easy, you know, like in terms of in terms of it's kind of what we've been doing for the last few years, and that's what we... Would do if Frank Moody stopped tomorrow. Um, so it's kind of natural to us, I guess, in a way. But like, it's not to say it's been easy in terms of getting the songs right. That's been a real challenge. And getting an album that fits together and making sure everything's, you know, as good as it can be. That's, that's definitely not easy. But in terms of like, our, what we do as people and our workflow, it's been, it's been, uh, a t- you know, total pleasure basically. And, um, and like, so exciting that we can share this with everyone, and um, yeah, I hope that people enjoy it as much as we've enjoyed making
0: it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, That's great to hear. Uh, Speaking of sharing it with everyone, we're going to air this uh, interview the same day that it it drops. I mean, hopefully we'll be able to play some of it on air. (laughs) We're definitely going to play skin on skin. Yeah, I hope so. So... What what other um, track would you recommend if you had to choose one from Dream on Colour? Uh, sorry, uh, Dream oh, probably. in Colour. Sorry, probably just
1: that one actually. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just skip. one track album.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the rest is all filler. Yeah, yeah, all filler. It's lip music. Yeah, oh, it's um, classic. No, um, I think probably Flesh and Blood would be. Um, the, the, the sort of next uh, single as it were off that, but, off that record but I mean the, the whole you know, the, the, encourage you to listen to the, yeah. the, to the thing but um, in terms of a song that your listeners might enjoy on the radio or whatever but, but yeah we, there's, there's a song called Flesh and Blood which you should check out but, but um, there's plenty for everyone there definitely <laughs> yeah, we tick sure. all the boxes
0: and span all the moods oh, 100% yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less that that'll be that'll be the two that will uh, hook line and sink everybody into listening to the to the album, which will be out by the time that you're listening to this interview.